Good morning, folks. It's Kate Mack coming at you from Halifax, Nova Scotia. It's beautiful here and apparently it's supposed to go up to plus 11 later on. So I'll, I'll certainly be heading outside for a run later. Um, so this is my second podcast and in my first one, I was discussing the important role education and art plays in preserving our democracy. This is a pretty heavy, pretty, pretty heavy title for a podcast. Um, but basically it's about the way knowledge helps us decide whether the information we encounter in our world is true, you know, in our world of information overload. And it, my podcast also talks about the way art helps us communicate important ideas and feelings without any spin. Like, so, you know, for instance, you know, I love all those black and white photos that were taken during the Great Depression because they really inform us and illustrate the pain people were experiencing during this time period. So, and then you've got like this minimalist movement happening in the 1960s with Pollock and uh, all these other amazing artists and the, um, the, the, uh, the incredible graffiti movement in New York that started around the 70s, um, expressing the way people were feeling at that time too. Um, in fact, one of the best documentaries I've ever seen about graffiti and all the subgenres of art connected to it, to this type of art, you know, graffiti, is actually on YouTube called Style Wars. Style Wars, it's very cool. Um, the music is really good in the documentary too. I was driving around the other day and Grandmaster Flash came on, I blasted it. Oh my gosh. Um, excellent documentary. So today, uh, I thought I'd change it up a little bit from my first podcast and talk about the way entertaining films have been a significant source of comfort for me during the pandemic. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love new movies and the shows out there too. They are very informing. You know, it's the way people feel in society today, but you gotta love the classic, the classics like Mario Puzo's The Godfather. Um, you know, I like all three of those movies, all for different reasons. I do. Or parts of the parts of the story, rather, you know, part one, two, and three. You know, like I know a lot, like most, a lot of people I talk to complain about the third one. But in my opinion, it's, it's necessary for closure. Like you know, yeah, it's great to talk about with family members around the dinner table. Um, you know, whether it was a, a justified ending or not. So, so you know what I find interesting. Um, as well, is how a lot of fun and entertaining films like Rocky, for instance, inadvertently act as a historical timepiece. For example, the personal feud between the boxer who killed Rocky's best friend is like a small-scale version of the Cold War that was happening at the time in the 80s. It's amazing to think, in sidebar, it's amazing to think that Stallone wrote all those scripts too. Very inspiring. Well, most of them, the majority of them. Um, so this past Christmas, I went home to Toronto and I watched the first three Rocky movies with my brother and my mom. I mean, like we couldn't go anywhere. So we sat around and watched Rocky and like, even my mom got into it. She was, she was like shushing us at some parts of the movie during some parts of the movie. I mean, like during like the, you know, there's nothing like there's not much to do during COVID and you like, 
I know for myself, I, I really appreciated these films even more over the holidays because they reminded me of the way things used to be. Like you start to kind of romanticize the way things were before the pandemic hit. You know, they really, like they really comfort you, in my opinion, and entertain you at the same time. Like, I mean, those huge crowds at Rockies tournaments and all the boxing going on and like, you know, you have COVID fatigue when you romanticize those scenes and drool, <laughs> right? The big crowds, you're like, wow. Um, and also it's fun. Like it's, it's kind of satisfying in that no matter what situation Rocky finds himself in, there's always a solution to what seems an impossible situation he's in. Yeah. Like, how's he going to do it this time? <laughs> it's great. Great. So I'm going off a bit from my theme here of my podcast, but I have to say I'm really looking forward to being in huge crowds again. It's kind of funny, but one of the things I really miss most are the big crowds on the bus, the big crowds on the bus. Excuse me. Halifax is a city, but not a big city. So in my opinion, you know, like the general attitude I receive from the public is that riding the bus here isn't really as practical or part of daily living um, as it would be in a bigger city like Toronto or New York. Halifax is a, a small city, but it's really up and coming right now. Uh, prices are getting up there for housing, that's for sure. So um, yeah, I miss the crowds on the bus. And I used to get a lot of flack for riding the bus. Like My friends would be like, Kate, why do you have to ride the bus everywhere? Like, don't you find it burdensome and annoying? I used to travel with a friend before the pandemic who lives in New York right now. And I'd always be like, let's take the bus from Banff. Let's take the bus from here or there. He'd be like, no, like, why would we do that? We're going to be dependent on the bus when it leaves and all that. And he'd be like, why do you like the bus so much? And the truth is, I love riding the bus. I think it's the most civilized form of travel. I mean, my life was so much richer when I took the bus every day before COVID. This is no lie. I used to ride the bus every day across town to work. And because of this, I even made some solid friendships. Like I had a lawyer friend who used to go to the same gym in my building um, in the morning. And then... After seeing each other at the gym, we would coincidentally meet up every day at the bus stop. It's hilarious. It really goes to show how, like, our, we really do live in a small city here. Um, so there, it is up and coming. I will say that. So there was another person who we became friends with who also came to the bus stop every day too. And like, in fact, sometimes I'd be sitting around with my colleagues at work and they'd be like, what are you doing tonight, Kate? And they'd be like, hanging out with my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> like on Fridays, we would get off the bus two blocks from where we lived and go for a beer. True story. <laughs> so aside aside from the friendships, there were many inspiring people on the bus too. Um, you know, there'd be like single mothers there with their kids, you know, and the bus drivers were always really nice. And one day, like I was particularly impressed with this huge group of five-year-olds who would walk on say hello to the bus driver and confidently go sit down on their way to school very cool 
like you would think they were by themselves except for this big tall cool guy behind them who sort of like looked like he was there in case of an emergency amazing so it really gives one a sense of community and helps really helps maintain your perspective when you ride the bus like not to mention you know on a practical from a practical point of view how much money and time you save by riding the bus like you can read listen to podcasts listen to music you can hop on hop off it's amazing like it's amazing and i know biden is a huge fan too so just saying <laughs> so yeah so i'm really looking forward to being on a crowded bus again yeah so i, I did go off a bit today from my topic about education and art um but the bus the bus uh tangent sort of ties in with my affection for public services so so that's my my short sunday podcast about education and art and today i did talk more about the entertaining role art plays and in the way it, it helps to inform us about the common feelings out there in society um so yeah so i'm coming out with a, i'm coming out with a third podcast soon thank you so much for listening and i hope this podcast finds everyone doing all right doing all right you know um and if you if you want to if you want to share some stories like mine about or just tell me about how what you're doing to get through the pandemic or just want to you know give me a shout out um or give me a shout rather you can email me at mcleodkate9 at gmail.com so i'll be i'll be like i said i'll be putting out a new podcast next week and you know I hope everyone's doing all right. So, um, yeah, so be safe, be well, and spread the kindness. Bye-bye.